don't plan ahead, your children will end up hating each other. My mom always said death and money are like the root of a lot of issues. When somebody dies, people get to acting funny over other people's money. So it's so important that we set up our families to win. CC, CEO, wanna change your life? Come see me, yo. I'ma teach you how to build up wealth for your family. Not just for yourself, I'm a bestseller, a house flipper, a businesswoman, a gold getter, a big investor, a gold builder. I can teach you to get richer like millions, baby. You really about to fill your savings. You about to have multiple streams to pass your children, baby. Let me teach you to get your credit on track in the long run. You'll make it all back at Catalyst. And we did all psychology, black on firm, but we ain't all black. Hey, hey, Facebook. What's up, Instagram? It's your girl, Constance Carter. How y'all doing today? As you come in, look at me. Look at me. Look at your girl. I'm going live, I think, three times this week. That's good, right? Okay, so just give me a second. I just got to change. You know, something with the stream yard, it just does these settings. How you doing, Instagram? I'm Constance. I'm doing a little something on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram all at the same time. So, and it's just me. I'm a one. I'm a one woman show. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Y'all ready? I'm ready. What's happening? All right. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. So where are you guys watching me from? So as you guys come in, tell me where you watching from. Hey, 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 where are you watching from? I know I have people that I watch from all over the world. And so I want to know. And I got so here's Instagram over here. Facebook over here. So I'll be going in between screens, right? So where are you guys watching from, you guys? Um, where are you guys watching from? Go ahead and put it in the comments. I want to know where you're watching from. I want to shout you out. And I want to talk to you about, all right, Kaloa, CMOS in Sacramento. I got somebody in Dublin, Ireland. I got somebody in Vegas over there in Charlotte, North Carolina was happening. All right. So you guys, thank you. All right. So I want to talk about some of our favorite, favorite celebrities and entertainers that we grew up on. And um, they seem to have a lot in common. Uh, <clears throat> so I said, what does John Singleton, James Brown, Aretha Franklin and Prince all have in common? There's a method to the madness. I know you guys know what they have in common, but I want to talk a little bit about it and how you can avoid it, because it's not just a celebrity issue. It is a everyday people issue. Um, it is an issue that I see all the time as being in real estate. <laughs> Dwayne said they're dead. <laughs> cold world, Dwayne. Cold world. Why you got it? Why, why? Yeah, that is true. They are all deceased. Um, let me tell you what they all have in common. They all have these huge, huge, huge estates. They have these huge estates. They died. And you would think because they were so successful, James Brown had over uh, his estate was worth over a hundred million dollars. Um, let's see. Aretha Franklin's estate was worth over 80 million dollars. Prince's estate was worth over one hundred and fifty six million dollars. John Singleton, he was worth about his estate was worth about six million dollars. Um, but they, their estates were worth so much money. And you would think with people, when people have this type of money around them, they would have, they would, their business would be handled. They wouldn't be owing the IRS. All their bills would be paid. Yes. Come close. Absolutely. So let, let me just tell you about James Brown. James Brown, he died in 2006 of, of heart failure. His estate was worth more, more than a hundred million dollars. He had six kids. 
And from the very beginning, they got to acting a fool. Uh, it took 76 days, I believe, to bury that man because they were fighting. Uh, it ended up taking 15 years for them to settle James Brown's estate. It was worth over $100 million. Fif 15 years. And there was this, this huge battle between his supposed wife, his kids, what he wanted. Out of all four of those people, though, James Brown is the only one who actually had a will. He he actually wanted his money, half of his money to go to charity for uh, people, for kids who were underprivileged. And he wanted to, you know, have, do scholarships for, for people. Um, but from the moment that he died, a battle ensued. Um, Aretha Franklin, she died in 2018. It took, what, uh, four years to settle her estate. She had, her estate was worth, like I said, $80 million. She just had some hand scrawled documents laying around the house about what her directives were. She had four kids and they, uh, again, when she died, they battled over her estate. She had nothing. She had nothing more hand, more than hand scrawled documents. So she really didn't have anything. And she had pancreatic cancer. You know, what pancreatic cancer, you go quick. Um, Prince, of course, you know, Prince didn't have any children. He wasn't married. He had six siblings. His estate was worth, worth more than $156 million. He had no will. He had no trust. And they battled as soon as he died. He had one full sister and all of the rest of his siblings were half sisters, half siblings. He had brothers and sisters. And his, his younger sister, which was his full sibling, she was like, I'm entitled to, to his stuff. I, they don't really need to get nothing. And it took the courts six years to settle his estate. To determine that they all should be able to be entitled to his estate. John Singleton, I talked about that in a video. Um, it took John, it took John Singleton, it took four years to settle his estate. His estate was much smaller. He had seven kids. He had a will. His will was done in 1993. And his will only named his one daughter. He only named one of his daughters, who was the only one that was born at the time. And so soon as he died, she went and tried to get a $2,700 a month allowance. She, her, she went and tried to get some insurance. She wanted an insurance payout. Her, her mama was trying to get some child support, some back child support. So there was a battle between his mother. Her mother, his mother ended up being able to handle the estate and they ended up four years later um, splitting the estate amongst all of the children equally. But even with that, what does that do? People are fighting over other people's money. You work so hard. Imagine this. You work so hard. And I don't care if you don't have my, I'm talking about our celebrities, but this happens to people that I've worked with. I've had people as soon as the <laughs> real stuff, as soon as the person dies, somebody is in there taking jewelry. Somebody is in there trying to move furniture. The the coroner has not even removed the body yet. People are staking claim to these other people. So mama said I could have this. Daddy said I could have this because they have nothing in writing. I had some clients before. They were siblings. They was the same age as my mama. They, they There was nothing. And they they was bickering on the phone. Hopefully they're not watching me. But they bickered on the phone talking about what mama said. Mama mama wanted for them. Mama wanted for them for an hour. And I let them bicker on the phone. We were on a conference call. And finally, after about an hour of bickering, I let them have it. And I said, yo, mama is ashamed of all of you guys. Y'all the same age as my parents. And y'all over here fighting over your mama's money. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. And they was like, you right, Sister Constance. <laughs> But it's real. Uh, if you 
I've seen so many times where people end up hating each other because of somebody else's money. If you don't plan ahead, your children will end up hating each other. That's just the bottom line. My mom always said death and money are like the root of a lot of issues. When somebody dies, people get to acting funny over other people's money. It's the reality of it. I've seen it. And I didn't understand what my mom was talking about when she was, when she first said it. But now that I've been in this business, I've seen it so many times. I've seen it time and time again. So it's so important that we set up our families to win. Okay. And it's not just about life insurance. It's not even just about wills. Y'all know that wills can be contested, right? You guys know wills can be contested. So even if you have a will in place, Aretha Franklin had something scrawled. Uh, John Singleton had a will. James Brown had a will. And immediately it was contested. And immediately you got to go to probate court. And probate is expensive. Probate is lengthy. It took three years. The minimum of those people that I told you guys was four years to settle their estate. It took 15 years to settle James Brown estate. Prince's estate then people were so tired of Prince's, his, his siblings were so tired. They sold, they sold their interest to another company just to be done with it. It's costly. It's burdensome. So even if you, if you have just a house and you die, you need to have something set up for your children or they will hate each other when you die. If you do not have something in place, they will hate each other when you die. A will, y'all, is not enough. A will is just as good as having a hand scroll docket scroll document uh, that Aretha Franklin had. Okay, it, it shows her directives, but it's still the judge still has to approve it. So if you have any real estate, if you own any real estate, it's gonna if you die without a trust, it will go through probate. So so I've had both uh, um, people die with, uh, with wills, people have died with trust. So the people who've died with a will. You know, we got to go through probate. And then here's the thing. They'll say, um, you know, I want my my two kids to split my estate 50-50 and that be that. One of the kids might say, I, I want to sell it. The other one may not want to sell it. And then you could have cousin Benny from Arkansas who like, nah, Unc said I could have half of his estate too. Well, everybody know cousin Benny is lying, but they got to go through court. They got to contest it. All of that stuff has to happen because there's no living trust. So they got to go through all of this long, lengthy process, go through the hardship and the trouble of 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 the process before they can determine. My attorney said a will. Guess what? Will be contested. A will is not ironclad. So the best thing, if you have any amount of property, if you own anything, if you own one house, if you own one house, you should get a, a living trust. And I and I did a post um, on Facebook and Instagram and it kind of went viral, it got like, you know, almost a million views or something like that. And a lot, a lot of different shares, 40, 50,000 shares because um, people weren't up on it. And what I was when I told them is there was a situation that. So I'll tell you this because somebody was like, you've been doing real estate. You didn't know about living trust. No, I didn't. I Honestly, I didn't know about living trust until about 10 years after I started selling real estate. And I was a broker. Sorry. Um, I started selling real estate in the 2002. I didn't learn about living trust till 2012. So a lot of people, even the real estate agents don't know about living trust, but two things occurred. Um, when I learned about living trust, 
One, when I moved into my old neighborhood, I'd moved into an affluent area and, you know, I'll start looking up people's stuff, um, you know, see who lived in the neighborhood and everybody had a living trust. <laughs> I couldn't tell who lived in my neighborhood because everybody's home was listed in living trust. And, and, you know, and I was like, well, what's a living trust? And then um, a young man that we sold a home to, they, he was about 30 something. He was in his 30s. Him and his wife, they had some small children. They had just purchased a home. A few months later, he's on his way to work. He dies. And it's, California is a community property state. Yes, it is a community property state. People think, well, it's a community property state. The the state, the house automatically goes to the wife. They're married. Well, that's not what happens. They had children. And so because the wife wasn't on the house, even though she's entitled to half of the house, the children are also entitled to the other half of the house. And so when she went to try to sell it, the judge says, well, it's not in the children's best interest for us to sell it. So you can't sell it. So they had to go through probate. And so that's when I started learning about, you know, the power of a living trust. And so, you know, there people have said, well, get a, a transfer on death deed, which there are also available, but they're not available in all states. So transfer of, of death deeds are fairly new. They've been around since about 2016. And um, they're only available in, I think, like maybe 19 or 20 states. So all all states don't have transfer of, of um, death deeds. They're not available to all states. And every state is different, right? So I'm giving you this. And it's so funny because I, I read the comments on this post because it like gets traction every day. And people are like, you ain't supposed to be giving no legal advice. I'm not giving legal advice. I'm just telling you based upon my experience, this is what happens. Okay. Um, this is what I know to be true because I'm a broker. I sell real estate. I've sold thousands of properties and I've had thousands of scenarios and this has happened. And somebody told me on there, this is not true because I do. And I'm like, it is true because I did, I dealt with it. So it's true. Um, and so it's, it's just funny, but I, I want to, I want to make sure that people understand, like, I'm not giving any legal advice. In fact, if if you need legal advice, seek a, seek seek a, uh, the adv advice of a, an estate attorney because I'm not an attorney. However, what I have used in the past is um, this company called 299trust.com because living trust can be pretty expensive. They could be you know anywhere between like the minimum I've seen from an attorney is fifteen hundred dollars to twenty five hundred dollars. You know that could be very costly, and some people don't have them. When my estate was very simple, my mom, my dad, my mother-in-law, all of them, I I use 299trust.com. It's 299trust.com. Trusts and wills are, well, 299 for the trust and I think it's another $100 for them to do a will. And it's ironclad. And basically all you're doing is you're putting all of your assets inside the trust. Okay. And then you keep the trust documents. So even if you go to an attorney and the attorney has a copy of your trust documents, make sure you always keep a copy of everything and make sure that the people that you love know where your stuff is. Make sure. So your insurance, if you have insurances, make sure that, you know, my mom always says, listen, my here, I got the safe over here. This is where this is, this is where this is. I want you to know in case something happens to me, make sure the people that you love know where all your stuff is. So if you have, a, if you get that living trust, put it in a file so people can go. You don't want people to go. Cause that's another thing. People going to go and, and, and having to search for stuff and they're already grieving your death and everything is going on. And somebody probably coming in, stealing jury and everything else. Don't nobody would have to be dealing with that. So make sure that all of that stuff is in one place, your insurance, your living trust, all of those things. But 299trust.com. And some, somebody accused me of getting paid from 299trust.com. I don't. In fact, I asked them 
if I can get paid. I was like, hey, can y'all shoot me a little something? Can I be an affiliate? Because I'm referring people over to you because it's a costly, um, I mean, it's a cost, it's a cost effective solution for my clients. Like, hey, can y'all, y'all got some kind of affiliate degree? They're like, no, we don't. Okay. Well, my clients get a trust for $2.99. But, um, you know, if, if it's for me now, because my trust is a little bit more complicated, you know, with my kids and different things that I have going on, that's not going to be for me. But if you have a house or two houses and, you know, it's not that complicated, 299trust.com. It, it helps you with your medical directives. They, they, you put your medical directives on there. And I remember doing my mom's and I'm just, you know, filling it out and I'm doing, you know, the, the do not do not resuscitate the DNR. And my, and my mom was like, wait, 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 what, what does that say? And I was like, oh, that's a DNR. I'm signing it. She's like, hold, hold on. I, I didn't, I don't want no DNR. Nisi, look, they call me Nisi. If something happened to me, give me at least a month. <laughs> but all of those things, and I'm telling you this because all of those things are addressed inside this 299trust.com. So this is definitely a, a cost-effective option for you if you don't have $1,500 or $2,000 for a trust attorney or a state attorney. Um, living trust also can help, you know, um, uh, um, protect you for, from some tax liability. Um, again, you got to consult a CPA for that because that's what I am not qualified to, to talk to you about because I'm not a CPA. But there are some benefits for taxes with, with having a living trust as well. But so when I sold the, the people who had the, the probate situation, that took a year, sometimes two years to go through the entire process because you got to get approval and all that stuff. There could be, you know, con contesting and things like that. When I had a client, when I had clients who had living trust, what did they do? They gave me the document. I said, I need a copy of the living trust. Got the document. Okay, this is a living trust. This is who the beneficiaries are. This is who the executor is. Okay, let me talk to the executor. Boom, boom, boom. Close in 30 days. No problem. Completely different um, process. Even though you have a will, but when you have a living trust, it's totally different. A will is just directions, you guys. A will is simply directions. A living trust is legally binding. And... Can a trust be contested? Not really. It's pretty ironclad. Some people say it can be. People be fighting over living trust. But for the most part, it's going to stand up in court. This is what the person wanted. And this is what the judge is going to um, rule in favor of. Period. Unless it, unless something was done under duress that could prove that you know it was signed under duress or something was done illegally. But for the most part, you're not seeing a trust be, being contested in any way. So I've seen some comments on Instagram. And um, on Facebook, so I just, I thought I'd seen some comments. I can't see the comments. I hate Instagram for that. They be tripping. But I know um, Brandy said she learned about living trust from me. Um, Carlos said, how do you get your family on board while you're living? They are either uninterested now or they are just going to be fighting now instead of them fighting after I'm gone. You don't got to get them on board. You do it yourself. You set it up. And then you let them know where it's at. This is your stuff. This is your decision on how you want it. So you you go and set up that trust and you do what you got to do. Okay. So who cares what your family thinks? This is your stuff. You just don't want them to hate each other when you did. Um, Carl said, I got a safe deposit box at the bank and at the bank and added my son to it so I can put all my documents and passwords. That's very smart. Very smart. Um, somebody said, thank you for this info, sister. Um said Clive is a monster. It's about insurance greedy. We must unite beyond peace and love. Thank you. Um, <laughs> face the bully. You crazy. She said they all wear makeup. So 
if there's no questions about that, I saw some stuff on Instagram, but I guess it's not there anymore. But I just wanted to impart on you the importance of asset protection because that's part of wealth building. Asset protection is part of wealth building. You're working so hard to create this life for your family, for your children. And the last thing you want is your children hating each other when you die. I remember when after my father-in-law died and I talked to my mother-in-law, I said, do you want your kids to hate each other? If you don't, you better get you a living trust. Um, and for me and my siblings, I kind of know that I think that we're going to be cool. You never know. I'm pretty sure that we're going to be cool. You never know. So you don't want to take those chances. I don't care how well you get along. Plus, don't nobody want to be going through probate and having to deal with that process. It's a headache. It's a freaking headache. So take care of it on the front side. And then that way on the back side, you know, you this is what you're working hard for. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Y'all, you know what I forgot to tell you? Subscribe to the Fly Nubian Money, Fly Nubian Queen um, YouTube. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I am Constance Carter. Follow me on Facebook. I am Constance Carter. And share this out and like and heart, please, so people can see it and share. Okay? So thank you guys for listening to me today. And I appreciate you joining me. And make sure you share this information out to all the people that you love. Because the last thing we want to do is, you know, we're trying to build the community and not tear down. So um, this is for you.